day 204 welcome back to the windows and mirrors podcast my name is keith i'm john and this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the bible is more like a window than it is a mirror we come to it to see through it and to see god not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves all right so coming up i think like this is like the second to last second to last yeah one of jeremiah and like i said before this is the last, this is uh, this section of Jeremiah is going to talk about this judgment on the nation. So God is not just the God of Israel. Right. He's the God of the world. So that's why God can indict yeah. the world. Right. right. Um, and so Jeremiah is not just this prophet to Israel. He's right. a prophet to the nations. To the so nations. these oracles are for them yeah. uh, as well. And so 45 comes and it's like this really short chapter, kind of like an interlude. It seems actually out of place. But it's Jeremiah's scribe, Baruch. Right. And he's like, man, I'm going through pain, God. This is rough. <laughs> and God is like, yo, bro, like, chill. I got you. Right. Um, if you, yeah, just surrender uh, to my word, you're going to be all right. Yeah. You're going to be safe. And yeah, like God offers this uh, proclamation of hope to him, even in pain and misery. Right. Um, yeah. Right before he gets into these judgments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these wild kingdoms. You know, one of the things that I love about Jeremiah as a prophet, especially in the day and age that we are now, or something that you see that's unique to all the rest of the prophets is um, it, just what you said. They're not only going to speak a judgment against the people of God, mm-hmm. but they're going to speak a judgment against the world as well, right? So yeah. I think a true prophet mm. <clears throat> doesn't really have, um, uh, or they find themselves like making enemies on both sides because mm. they don't let things slide, right? Mm. And I just mm. think in our world right now, one of the things that I've seen, and we've talked about this before, yeah. is that there's lots of folks that'll, yeah, talk a big game and call out, you know, the church on the things that the church needs to do. Oh yeah. But then they'll give a pass to the world, and mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and they don't seem to take God's words and apply them mm-hmm. to the culture at large that they <clears throat> live in. Or there's folks that'll call out the culture at large, but they don't seem to take those same, the same fervency of uh, God's words and apply it to their context. And here, Jeremiah does both. And that's where it's like, yo, this is somebody that's really on the Lord's side of things. Yep. And he's going to be very, that's good, man, because he's going to be very poetic in the way he explains God's judgment. Right. He's like, yo, Egypt, y'all tried to expand y'all borders all throughout the world, and y'all going to get ransacked by the Babylonians, right? And so uh, for Egypt specifically, Nebuchadnezzar, again, is going to be this agent of judgment in God's hands. And you see that, again, God is the king of all kings. He is sovereign over the kingdoms of the world. And one of the ways he brings his kingdom, the kingdom that Jesus talks about in the gospel, is by overthrowing unjust kingdoms right and so we think about all the injustice in our world today man yeah and a comfort of hope that these texts offer is that these unjust regimes and kingdoms and nations that oppress gonna let them slide oh no 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 it's a wrap right it's it's a problem yeah and texts like these give us comfort yeah about those realities for egypt god's gonna say yo i don't care how thick the forest is that you built yeah yeah, i'm cutting it down yo yo it's a wrap and I think what God says it for prideful Egypt, yeah. but he also says it for Judah mm. and the people that have been inside of it that have become pro-Egypt, mm, right? So those that think that the political alliance that they have is going to save them, right? Those that have the snake 
bumper sticker on the back of their chariot. Yeah, snakes. <laughs> Service. Right, right, right. God's like, no, it's a wrap for them. And, and, and it just, all of these are just set to remind the people of God, mm-hmm. listen, y'all have one source of hope mm-hmm. for peace, for life, for safety, for security. And it's not in any of the powerful nations that you see around you. But it's in the God that is above you. Yep. And it's like, man, even as thinking about this week is Holy Week, yesterday was Good Friday. And just thinking about the way Jesus willingly, as king of the world, became, yeah, inaugurated as king of the world through humiliation, Mm. through going to the cross, through humbling himself. Right. And we see here, like in 47, he talks about uh, Philistia, where the Philistines come from. Mm. And he's like, baldness is coming to Gaza. Ashkelon will become silent. Remnant of their valley. How long will you gash yourself? And all of these images point to this um, mourning right. um, and, and humiliation that will go that will uh, be for these people. And God, yeah, pattern of redemption. God is going to humble those right. who exalt themselves and exalt mm. those who humble themselves. Yep. And so God is going to humble, like the pride, the most prideful, and he'll say this about Moab, yeah. pride, arrogance. You exalted yourselves before the Lord. This is why I'm going to do this. And the main way they've done that is even by idolatry as well. Right. right? God has revealed himself, well, not mm. for Romans 1, oh, that's good. to all of humanity. Right. And all of humanity has turned to idols. Yeah. Right? And he wants, yeah, the nations to repent yeah. as well. Ah, oh, that's good, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like with all of these places, like Philistine, right? Mm-hmm. Or Philistia. Yeah. So, yeah. They were made up of these independent city-states yep. that... They all join together in war, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got this coalition of tough guys that have historically <laughs> been the enemies, the bullies of Israel. Philistia had iron before they came out, right? Like mm-hmm. that uh, homeboy that you had that he always had the new Jays before they came out. Before it was out, man. Philistia had, yo, duh, we got them iron swords before anybody Dang. else has them. And so... They put their hope in their might, their collected strength. Mm. Moab had a reason to put their hope to be prideful, man. But everybody, Mm. right? And God's going to show his power in this, in that everybody, for whatever reason, who stands in pride before God will find themselves ultimately kneeling before God. They'll be brought Low pride comes before the fall. Yeah. God is going to be the one responsible for their fall so that the power of God is seen in the way that he saves his people and judges the nations. What I love, man, is man, it's it's so crazy, bro. Like yeah. it literally, man, the more I think about it, gives me like tears of joy because it's like 47, 48, yeah. 47. Mm-hmm. God says, yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab yeah. in the last days. <laughs> this is the Lord's declaration. The judgment on Moab ends here. And it's like, yo, like, man, God is still going to save people. Right. Right. Like, yeah. he seems like this judge who's just mad at uh, the sin police and all this kind of stuff. Right. But he's so gracious that he's going to lead some people yeah. to repentance mm. in these unjust nations. And at the end of time. Uh, people from all nations are going to flock to the throne. And I was reading Revelation yesterday, bro. And uh, not just for fun. I had to tell you. <laughs> uh, and it's like, yeah, I, I realize how practical the book is. Yeah. But just one of the things I saw was, you know, the 144,000, yeah. all that good stuff. 
But it always says, man, a, a multitude that no one can number. Mm. Right? It's going to be so many people right. in heaven and before the throne of God right. that we can't even wrap our minds around it. Yeah. And so God's graciousness is seen in that he's going to bring people from every crevice of the earth. Right. To be his people. Ah, that's good. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this promise that you had, or this promise that you gave to us. And I pray, Lord, that um, yeah, our praise of you would rest in your promise, that we wouldn't wait until we've actually seen the proof of what you've done, but we would be reminded that the proof that you are going to come through on your word, that it's been done. We saw that in, or we've we know of it in the death and resurrection of your son. And so I pray that that would be all the proof that we need uh, to praise you as we should. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.